Okay, welcome to Greenhouse Live after what clearly was a very disappointing performance against Manly, uh, 14-6 loss. Um, Matt, that was pretty poor, um, you have to say, when for them to lose uh, Walker and Parker very early on uh, and then for Boyevich a bit later, later on um, and for us to really not throw too much at them uh, is, is very, very disappointing. And um, they find a way, Manly. They find a way. They've, uh, they've done this against us a few times now where we've, um, we've gone to Brookvale a couple of times, they've had injuries, and they just seem to find a way to beat us. And um, today was pretty poor, I have to say. Yeah, look, I mean, we've touched on most of that. Obviously, um, having Marty to power out for them was massive, yeah. but they also were missing... Uh, Suli and Tafua, so uh, they were already going into the game three light and then to lose Parker and Walker inside five minutes, um, immediately down to 15, you, you, you've got to think that, you know, fatigue gets us home in the end. And, um, you know, then, of course, they lose Trebojevic, so they're down to 14, in fact. So um, you could clearly see Manly were fatiguing and you could clearly see the holes were starting to open up with 15 minutes to go, but... When you keep consistently dropping the ball and when the line's there to be taken and, and whatever and you keep dropping the ball, you, you can't win. I mean, I think we blew four tries today and if you score those, we win by, you know, lots. But instead, we kept finding a way to shoot ourselves in the foot and quite honestly, the performance today wasn't good enough. Yeah, I mean, towards the end, I thought we... I kept saying that to you. I said, I think we're going to get some chances and we did. And, and you know, particularly the Croker one was, was pretty unlucky. He's come down just short of the line. But... Um, I think, you know, we could have got those. We perhaps could have got a try there. Who knows, we may have even been able to steal it. But but it still wouldn't have... It still would have masked what was a pretty poor performance, I thought. Just, mm-hmm. um, you know, we had... That, they played a, a good game as far as they were very solid. They made very few mistakes. They, they turned the ball over very, very little. But we didn't have a lot in attack, I didn't think, and we made some pretty bad mistakes in defence. The the two tries we conceded before half-time were, were pretty poor, um, and I want to go through those. We will do that in a sec. But, um, yeah, you'd have to say that there wasn't a lot there. There wasn't always a lot of enthusiasm there either, which is, which is probably the most disappointing thing. Um, and we just never really got going, and... Uh, there were there were a few opportunities we got that we didn't take certainly early on as well. I mean the one that Rapana dropped early on was was a, a terrible miss. The the one that uh, where we had quite a few sets. Gula uh, sure. dropped it, but but if we had a gone we had a gone to the left at that point we were we were well in. Um, they were they were particularly disappointing, but um, it was I thought very poor the two tries we conceded as well defensively, and I think. I think we've got a bit of work to do there um, with our positioning because I thought we got caught out badly both times. And, and, mm-hmm. and there's been um, a lot of talk about George Williams. We talked about this last week that um, suddenly you go and you make a couple of big tackles and you get a reputation as being a good defensive player. And he's certainly capable of making a good, a good defence. But there's at times where I think he's got a fair bit of work to do on his positioning. He comes up, he gets flat-footed. Mm-hmm. And he then puts 
the outsides under, under pressure. We also know that, that Scott can, can get his timing wrong, and he got it wrong a couple of times today, where I think there was one early on where he shot out of the line, and, and, and fortunately it didn't hurt us. But then you could tell that was in the back of his mind, this, that first try, where he was backpedalling and, and in poor position. And I have to say, I thought that, um, and it, this is not normally the case, but I thought Kotrick was very poor defensively too. Um, twice that he he got into some terrible positions. Yeah, look, I mean, we went to the effort of going back and having a look at both tries during half time, and and the play was essentially the same from yeah. from the the Eagles. Um, I know that one was basically off the scrum and one was um, in more free play, but um, it was a sweep to their left. Both times they managed to get George Williams flat footed. Um, first time, uh, both times were. Just as Turbo was catching the ball, uh, Williams is flat-footed. Now, on both instances, Scott then has to stop what he's doing, and he just pauses for a split second in both in both of them, and then immediately backpedals. Now, Kotrick, seeing his outside man start backpedaling, he backpedals too, and in both instances, Scott uh, Kotrick's backpedaling to the corner flag. Um, now, on the first one it means that he's now taken two steps away from Scott, which means when Scott does make contact with Trebojevic, Kotrick then has to make two more steps back the other way to try and get involved in the tackle. Turbo's big enough and strong enough to push his way over. Makes Scott look bad. But ultimately, Scott's been left hung out to dry because the man on the inside got flat-footed, which meant Scott had to do the same thing. Now, I'd love to have a look at this at a later date, but I've got a sneaking suspicion that particular try for Turbo is exactly what Ponga did to us two weeks yeah. ago. Now, the second try, again, it was a slightly different set of play. Obviously, it's in open play rather than sort of off the scrum, but same thing happened. Uh, Williams came up. Williams stood there flat-footed, and then our two outside guys stopped and started backpedaling. Now, in this instance, I don't know where Kotrick's going. He's going to the back. He's going to the corner flag, and he hasn't moved. I said to you, he seemed to be defending the winger that wasn't there. Like, the winger had come in... Uh, and he was the one that scored the try. He seemed to be worried about him going outside of that. Well, I don't know who he was going to go outside to. Yeah, so um, anyway, Kodrick starts backpedalling to the yeah. corner flag, and that gap got wider rather than closer. So yeah. he ended up being about five metres away, five or six metres away from mm. Funa by the time Funa caught the ball, which just means Funa's got two options. Yeah. He can go outside. Now, we both believe if he goes outside, Kodrick has him covered. Um, but the point was there was now a giant hole on his inside with a free run to the line, and what does he do? Um, that that right edge needs some serious work, um, serious communication. Um, don't know how you fix it other than to do repetition, repetition, repetition. Well, I think I think there's yeah, there's still some inexperience there. Obviously, you've got you've got two players that um, have only just joined the club as well. Um, so and you've got Kotrick playing on a different side to what he was playing on last year. So so I think there's there's some reasons for for some poor communication there. I also. I also think that at times Tarpany doesn't get into the right position either. So um, he's another one who, who is very good. You know, he's made some fantastic tackles uh, this year. But but at times I think he, he doesn't protect them as well as he could. Um, and I think that was certainly the case with the with the first one. And, and it was interesting that Tarpany got taken off today. I think that was probably part of the rotation to bring Hudson like Young on anyway. But, yeah, but but um, I think that I think that there's a bit there, but. So I think there's some reasons for it. I, I, I don't think it's totally um, irrecoverable from, but but it, it is it is something we're going to have to get better at and get better at in a hurry because um, we have we have looked poor. The general the general flow of the game we've probably 
okay. And as far as, you know, we, we're completing most of our sets. We're dropping a few silly balls. That, that one straight off the scrum was, was poor. Um, but the general flow of the play and the, the, the arm wrestle of the game, and, you know, we talked about that a lot. We've now got into that sort of way of playing where we do try and um, grind, it, grind through the games and get into the grind of a game. Um, that's probably reasonably, reasonably okay. Um, but those ones on our line defensively can be poor. Uh, and and um, there's not as much an attack as there should be, I have to say. I, 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 I would like to see Jack White touch the ball a lot more than he's touching it. I think he's the one most likely. George Williams touches a lot. White, that was a fantastic pass um, that he did for the, for the try. I think when he when he got the ball was the first was well, one time we scored twice. We looked at yeah. yeah. Um, th- then there was also that that really good pass where um, Croker did uh, a fantastic pass as well to to Rapana, um, and Rapana's got taken out just on the on the sideline. Mm-hmm. There's a few of those sort of things because I mean that could have been an inch either way, and the Croker one where he's caught it in the air after a really good kick from George Williams. Um, you know, could have been taken as well, and you know maybe we might be talking talking slightly different with the result. But I think that that still wouldn't hide the issues that we've got and where we've got to improve, and that and that if we don't improve that quickly, we are going to um, we're going to struggle a bit. I think so. You know, they're a good side, man. Let's 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 give them credit. They're a very good side. They are very well coached. They are a gritty side. You know, when when they're under pressure, they backs the wall. Hasler has them firing up. They do the job right. They got through their sets. They made no mistakes, and they and they they you know took advantage of it when it when it counted. But um, we need to be better. We need to be a lot better than what we what we've been, and we need to actually have have some more in attack. I think I just look at the stats just came up on the screen there on the corner there. You know, Nico Clockstead made two hundred and forty three meters. Rapana made one hundred and eighty seven. But I wouldn't have really said that any of them hurt. Hurt them too much, and I think rappers were padded right at the end there with yeah. a couple of long runs, including getting the ball stripped off him. So I, I would say there's a good chance that a good eighty of those probably came in the last fifteen minutes, um, with a couple of sort of half breaks and the and the and the try. I mean the Syrian tackle is what Rapana did to Nofaluma last week, so it's sort of a tip for tat week in a row. Um, but yeah, yeah. he had a great game, Curtis Syrian. Oh no, Syro had a blinder, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean. You look at I, I haven't seen the stats because my phone won't update or whatever, but I suspect the the tackle well, numbers. We've changed our Wi-Fi. That's probably why it's oh, working. That's all right. Yeah. Um, the tackle numbers and the run meters for for Manly today must have been phenomenal. And I, I mean, I heard on the call that Fanua Blake had topped two hundred. So, yeah. um, you know, no, full credit to Manly because they did it without troops. Fully, the game should have gone the other way, and they still found a man to eke it out. Um, I don't want to give them plaudits, but they seem to be better against us when they're wounded. Well, not for the first time. Lachlan Croker's come on when they've had injuries and played a really good game against us. So, um, yeah, um, just watching that try again. Sorry, I know there's plenty of comments coming through. We will get to those. But, um, yeah, that that was poor. I mean, the the one player I thought had, had quite a good game for us today was, was Elliot Whitehead. I thought yep. thought he was very good um, in on that, that other edge, the... the uh, Left edge. Left edge. Um, it, the, the, particularly that tackle on Walker, that when Walker got hurt, was a really good tackle because they were they were they were in there. Whitehead's obviously scored the try as well, um, but there wasn't really a lot else to talk about. I don't think as far as good performances go, there wasn't a lot lot of others there. I thought um, 
Sutton gave a little bit when he came on. Billy was really so, good early. Well, he, he gave he gave us a bit of punch. Billy he gave us a bit of enthusiasm, which seemed to be lacking. But he also he also made a few blues as well. He he um he had they that one where the ball and then it'll drop late in the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. So so um, that sort of harmed his scorecard. But yeah, it it um it's one we're going to have to turn around from pretty quick because there are there are a little bit of a worrying sign there. Obviously. We played uh, very poor against Newcastle. We took a while to get going last week, um, and then and got snuck there, home. and then got there against a, a pretty ordinary side, I think. I know they scored a lot of points early on last night, but that's I'm not too sure the Cowboys are a great side. Um, and then and then a poor performance here, and we've got Parramatta next week, and we've got some tough games coming up. Um, we do need to um, we do need to turn it around and turn it around in a hurry. Well, I, my first tip for next week is Rapana won't be on that wing. I reckon Simonson will be recalled after tonight's effort, um, which is probably a bit harsh, but I feel like that's about as ceremoniously dropped as, as Simo got for Rapana. Um, so if you're going to do it one way, I think you've got to do it back the other way. Um, I thought Hudson Young looked rusty for a bloke that hasn't obviously played in probably 12 months, which, which hurt us. Um, I, I don't know where we go from here. Obviously, they're going to have to do some more work. Um, but we both talked about what George Williams and, and Whiten have to do while we were sitting here on the couch. Um, we look much better going to our left than we do going to our right. Um, as we saw late in that game, pretty much every time Whiten touched the ball, we looked like scoring. So somewhere along the line, we've got to be setting up to the left a lot more. Now, I know that teams are going to realise that that's the case, but at some point, you've got to go to what works and try and make it work. Um, the other thing I don't think we did enough of tonight was they had a they had a 14... Uh, 14 15-man bench for most of this game, and we weren't regularly hitting in behind the ruck. Hodgson, too busy faffing around than just telling the big boppers to go forward. So, I mean, I know that we haven't got the biggest pack, and they're not really a, you know, charge it straight up the guts kind of kind of pack, but when, you, when you're working against a team in, under fatigue, you've got to keep fatiguing them. Yeah. And the only way to do that is to keep repeating it, just ram it down their throat, ram it down their throat, ram it down their throat until the, the opportunity of... Um, arises. Yeah, I know you were very critical in the first half where George Williams put the ball out, which which I said to you at the time. You know, that's that's the way we tend to play. We tend to get through our sets and, and turn the ball over. But but you were quite critical of that. That that you know we really felt that we needed to be putting that pressure on them and and, and really trying to tire them out, not not putting the ball the ball out and yeah. giving them an opportunity to have thirty seconds to to get their breath back. Oh, 100%. Um, and, and I know that you know, this is one of the things that's been drilled into the modern player. In this. It's, you play the percentages and you play the game plan and blah, 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 blah. But in an instance like this, you've got to read the game and go, you know what? I know that they've got two players out. Okay? And even more interesting is I know that they've got two backs out. Um, you know, they're going to have a hooker that's now got to play 80 minutes, having not done it this year. They've now got props who are going to have to push out more minutes than they've played this year. They've got a back rower playing on, you know, at centre, you know, their opportunities are going to create themselves and it's going to become easier, in inverted commas, to score if you've got the middles tied because they can't push out there and then you've got an outside back trying to... Sorry, a back rower trying to mark up one-on-one on outside backs and stuff. Like, um, I, I don't see how a professional team doesn't pick up on that and, and you know, you've got to go for the jugular with that sort of stuff. That's, that's an advantage in the game you now have and we didn't take it. Agree. Okay, let's let's go through some of the comments. So Andrew Evans is saying that was bad. I agree with that. Uh, James Watson, pathetic stuff. Uh, Steve Spencer's chain is as strong as his weakest link. Where's ours? Well, I'm not too sure it's necessarily one person 
um, particularly Steve. I just think we're just not playing as well. I, I'm, not, I'm not so sure I agree with you, Matt, as far as thinking there's going to be a lot of changes to the team. I, I can see where you're going with Rapana and Simonson, that, that might uh, be a chance. But but as far as the rest of it goes, I wouldn't think there'd be a lot of changes. Hudson, Hudson Young was playing his first game for a long time. I thought mm. he actually... I thought he actually looked likely at times, even though he made a couple of mistakes. So I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be changing that. I, I think I don't think you'll see a whole heap of changes. I don't think that's. I, I wasn't saying a whole heap. I was just mentioning. I think Rapana for Simonson will be something that happens, um, and that just that Hudson Young looked looked rusty for a bloke that hasn't played in you know a year. Yeah, uh, Sharon saying we look tired from the kickoff. Um, well, look, I mean, there will be some talk about the. Um, the travel, obviously, we're travelling every week at the moment um, to to Campbelltown, um, and look, some some people might make some of that. I, I'm not too sure that can be used in the excuse. You've well, got we were to... flown today. Well, I don't. I think they actually decided not to in the end. I think they've got the option to, but I think that mm-hmm. causes its own set of um, set of issues, the logistics about how you do that too. So, um, I think in many ways the bus is probably easier, but. Um, the reality is you've got to you got to take what's what's in front of you. There's a lot of challenges at the moment with the with the competition. Um, I do want to talk about something else towards the end too, actually. But um, there's there's a lot of challenges with the with the competition. So you've got to wear that, and you know that's that is what it is. Um, we can't we can't make excuses, I think. But but I'm sure people will will mention that. Uh, look, there's been a couple of people having a go at Curtis Scott. I think we've we've talked about him. I think he's got a little bit of work to do, but I still think there's some ability there. I think I don't I wouldn't be writing him off yet. I I don't think it's all off his own bat, but he he's he's starting to have that sort of reputation of having one drop in him too. And to me, that's almost more worrying than the the than him looking like he's getting hung out to dry. Um, you know, with some good ball players. Yeah, he had one early on, which which hurt us. Um, yeah, the, the he, he does he does seem to be able to make them. Unfortunately, he's making some mistakes that do seem to to really turn the momentum against us. So um, that's going to have to get better. Um, but but again, we haven't got him for five minutes. So you know he's he's part of our future, and we've got to work with that. So you know I'm not I'm not a big believer in you saying we're going to make go and make a whole heap of changes. You can't send guys back to play for Mounties anyway at the moment. So um, you know I th- I think that. Um, the squad we've got and the top sort of 17, 18, 19 that we've got. So probably probably the 17 that played today, Simonson and, and, and arguably Louis as well, um, will really be the nucleus of that. Bateman's, Bateman's still to come back. There, There's 20 players there. Oh, you know, so. Though, there there's not going to be too many players used outside that 20 unless we have to. So, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there'll be a lot of changes. Yeah, yeah, I'm not asking for wholesale changes. I'm just saying... I think there will be a couple of changes made from what yeah. was played today as to what's going to play tomorrow. Whether or not they put it down as performance or the rotation policy is up to Ricky, but I, I can see it happening. Yeah, whether they rotate the forwards. I mean, I did think a little bit about what you said last week that um, I certainly wouldn't be doing it yet, but um, I can see what the, I did think about what, what you said. I, I did probably dismissed it last week, but but as, as the season goes, when you've got 20 games in a row and then the four weeks of finals and, you know, Unless we pull up our, our socks, we won't be playing four weeks of finals. But um, twenty games in a row is, is going to be is going to be tough, and and um, it does mean that you need to be able to work out whether you rotate a little bit, and there might be a little bit of resting uh, as you go. I'm, as I say, I don't, I don't see that as being a, being something that would happen four or five weeks into this. Sorry, it's not twenty games in a row; it's, it's eighteen games in a row um, of a twenty of season. twenty games. Yeah. Yep. 
Um, James Watson, no urgency, no idea in attack. Uh, and he's sort of saying Curtis Scott should be named next week. Well, um, again, I think we've covered that. I think I think he will be there next week, and I think that, well, the only other thing is if you had Rabana and Simonson there, I guess, but um, I doubt that's on the on the cards, and potentially you could have Kotrick in the sentence. Um, that is that is the other option you could do if you wanted to go down that path. Um, but I'm not too sure that dropping Curtis Scott would be a particularly smart move. I'm, I think that that's only going to destroy his confidence Especially when there's no reserve, especially when there's no reserve grade to go and get some confidence. I think that you think that you've got to um, work him in. As I say, I think I I see enough there that there's some talent there, and and he's he's not a new player. He's been around the NRL for a while, so um, there's some talent there to work with. And I think I think you know over a three year contract, I think he could be a pretty good player for us. So. I'd be persevering with him. Four-year contract? Oh, four years. Well, yeah, I'm too sure. I hope, yeah, hopefully he's going to be here for a number of years. So I think he'll, he'll end up being a good player for us. But he's, but he's, he's, he's got a bit to learn. And you probably you could probably do no worse than talking to the captain um, about that because he he used to misread ta- a lot of tackles and um, he's got a lot, lot better at that too. So... Um, to, to be fair to, to our captain, I think uh, time has shown that it might be the man inside of him that might have been the issue. You know, there was a one-legged man and then there was another bloke in headgear that that, oh, yeah. that could have been an issue in that respect. And, and we've just isolated a potential problem with George Williams. So maybe it's not all... It's not oh, all... Cod- it's a, it's a I don't want to absolve him, but it, it's not potentially all his fault. I think we've covered that. I think, mm. I think we've covered that George Williams and Nick Cotrick and I think Joe Tarpany need to do a lot better there too. So... Um, Scott's, Scott's not the only problem we've got there. Um, Jamie's saying pretty standard manly game for us. Yes, sadly it is. We've 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 seen to seem to find a way to, to lose, and they seem to find a way to win every time. But as I say, they are a good side. Uh, Jason turned it off. It was so frustrating. He's, he's watched watched us. Maybe he's, that was a while ago. He made that comment. Hopefully he's still with us. Um, Bruce is saying they played with heart and we played a reputation. Wake up call needed. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, it's in. It sounded like we had a wake-up call two weeks ago. There's only so many wake-up calls you can have. Um, too many errors, says Kevin. Adam says, uh, this was so hard to watch. Another one having a go at Curtis Scott. You won't go and read all of those. Uh, we're not patient with the ball and the ref didn't help. I'm not too sure it was the ref's fault. Refs did nothing. Uh, Barber's saying we've been off since the Newcastle game. Yeah, would agree with that. Um, Steve's saying without probably most of their top six, and I think it was not totally their top six, but Cherry Evans is certainly part of their top six, but uh, without quite a few of their top players, we should romp it in, yep. Um, it wasn't Rapana's game, I think we've covered that. Uh, Alan's saying put it down as a wake-up call to spark the season. What does it say? How many, how many wake-up calls um, do you need? Um, David and Bruce saying Manly always find a way to frustrate us. Yep. Kotrick to centre and Bailey to the wing. It worked well last year. Scott needs a spell. Uh, I think we've again, covered, we've covered that, that I think, enough. Whole back line was poor, says Gunther. Again, we've covered that. Tony's, uh, again, saying something similar. Uh, Nides is saying manly, well-deserved, brave effort. All right, fair enough. We're not here to be the manly fan club. Uh, Jan saying we couldn't get it together today yet. Um, Lenore's, I think, asking the same questions we've hopefully been trying to cover over the last 10 minutes. Uh, Mark is saying DC showed how good he is as a captain. Constant calls of work for each other. Wish we did the same. Well, look, he's he's a good leader and he's got better as better as that's gone over the over the years. Cherry Evans, he's he's a good player. Um, 
Uh, James is saying there was a moment with about 15 minutes left where Havili made a great lof, late offload on the fourth tackle. We're down by eight, and rather than get going, everyone walked and we just took the tackle. Actually, I remember that, and you blew up at, it, at that minute that you were asking for ball runners and nobody was doing yeah, anything. That yeah. was the one where everyone was standing still, and, and then I think that was, in fact, the, what, the play it before was. the kick to Croker, yeah. in fact. Um, 100%. Like, yeah. They were all setting up for the fifth tackle play and ignoring the fourth tackle play. I mean, you've got to play what's in front of you guys. I, I 100% agree with whoever said that. Was it Jamie? James. James, James I 100% agree, mate. We're, and you blew up, as I say, about it. And, and as it so. turns out, we nearly got lucky off the kick. So, um, yeah, yes. I did. I did. I think the neighbours know about that. <laughs> um, yeah, I did. Uh, the whole team needs a wake-up call. I think there's generally came... There's a number of people also talking about positional changes in the, in the back line. I won't go through all those because we've, we've covered that. Um, and a few people just sort of saying uh, just poor performance. I won't go into that. Uh, Christian's saying really missing Bateman and bring back Caesar. I don't... Well, Bateman's out for a while. I don't think Caesar will be coming back. Uh, George Marshall saying all I'm hearing is excuses well I'm not too sure if that's directed at the team or directed at us but hopefully we're trying to say reasons why we're getting beat rather than excuses uh, oh, I'm not too sure Brad's saying I lack spark and attack maybe Hodge out of the start at half and George Williams coming off the bench just a thought um, pass I think we might I don't think we'll go down that path um, uh, horrid performance by the Raiders. Again, we've got a lot of that, a lot of uh, comments on Curtis Scott, so I won't necessarily um, get that. Uh, uh, Matt, Matt Elliott, I'm presuming that's not the Matt Elliott that used to coach us. Um, two weeks in a row, Scott has dropped the pill early uh, and, get, and put the, op- the opposition on the front foot. Yeah, I totally agree with, with that. Um, but again, I think we've talked about Positional yeah, changes. Yeah, I, I mentioned I mentioned the drop ball, which is starting to become a worry. Uh, Jacinta's sort of saying uh, we need a bit more heart. Um, Darren saying it was embarrassing. Uh, uh, just having a look at this. I just um, um, there's a lot of comments that probably could be the same. So, apologies. Thank you for everyone who's who's bringing it in. Uh, Gareth is defending uh, Curtis Scott, which is good. Uh, Rod Mansur, it's all turbo. Without him, Manly have nothing. Well, I'm not too sure if Rod watched the game, but turbo actually went off and they um, still. they still won. So, um, yeah, uh, we got beaten by a more determined team. Uh, just quickly having a look at this. I don't think. Uh, Brad's saying, I think if Kroger's try was given, we would have won. It was a tough decision. Well, it was the right decision. So... You can't argue with that, but but I, I I do think there's an argument to say that if we had scored that, we had a fair bit of momentum uh, with a tiring Manly side. I think the result may have been different. Yeah, no, I mean I I said at halftime we need to score in the first ten minutes if we're going to give ourselves a chance, um, and then I think we both said uh, about that fifteen minutes to go mark that uh, we need to be scoring about now. Um, because it's now that the confidence and the momentum and the fatigue is where we can run over the top of them. And then, as I say, we got cranky about the Havili, the Havili play, and then yeah. and then Croker nearly does something magical. So um, yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think if if he scores there, we probably come home with a wet sail and probably win a game that we didn't deserve to win. Um, but yes, I think that would have been a, a game turning moment. Yeah. Um... Yeah, agree. Um, and, and look, we would like to have we would like to have been two points down with ten minutes to go. I think you know I would have liked our chances there, but yep. even if we weren't playing well, um, halves and as Gareth saying halves and Hodjo had a 
had average games. Yeah, as I say, I'd like to see Whiten touch the ball more. Um, yeah, seems to be uh, some comments generally about the same. Christian's saying we might, won't make the eight. I'd like to think we'll turn it around well before that. Um, uh, Josh is saying too much pushing through the middle again. Outside backs taking it one off. No shifting wide with block plays when they do it, it works. I think we've touched on that, and that's about why and getting more balls so that we can do that. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, a few comments there. I think there's probably. Uh, now, um, Steve's saying that the three, two, one for the poll is open. We'll need to um, we'll need to make sure we do the votes tonight, uh, Matt, because I think we've forgotten that a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, we know we're going bad because there's, there's a call to bring back Sammy Williams. So that, oh, that dear. often, oh, oh dear. No, I mean, that's <laughs> trying to have a go at Sam Williams, but but that seems to be the plot, be the the go to when we when we're struggling. Um, look, it seems, it seems to me that Matt Frawley seems to be the next next cab off the rank rather than Sam Williams at the moment. So I'm not too sure uh, where that's at. But um, look, I, I love Sam Williams. I think he's a great guy, and he's I think he's a very solid player. But but he's not better than the two we've got. We won't be changing those two. Nor, um, nor is Matt Frawley, by the way. No, no, I agree. Uh, Channel and now this is an interesting one. Steve Spencer saying, Channel Nine was saying that teams aren't using the forty, uh, the twenty forty rule. So this is the new rules come in. So for those that don't, don't understand what we're talking about, the, if you're behind the twenty meter line and you kick and you go over the forty meter line, so essentially instead of being the forty twenty being being um, from twenty meters behind that, uh, you, you can regain possession now. Um, it's a bit hard to tell. Again, it's much easier if you're there because you can actually see a bit wider shots. But um, there hasn't been many of those at all, I don't think. But uh, there's not M- Milford's Milford's tried it twice. I think one of them got touched and they ended up getting a scrum anyway. And the the second one was cleaned up. But you're right. No, nobody's really attempting it. Yeah. Uh, there's, look, there's plenty of comments um, coming through, which which is fantastic. We really appreciate the comments, but I don't think there's there's probably uh, a lot there. Another one calling for Michael Oldfield to come in for Curtis Scott. So, um, in fact, there's a couple of people calling for Oldfield. But again, I think Oldfield's a bit like Sam Williams. He, he's, he's very dependable. He does the job when when we need him, and he's a fantastic guy to have around the club. But he's he's not necessarily going to be part of your first 17. I agree, and I frankly, I, I worry when he's playing in the centres. And I know that we've got Scott, who's playing in the centres, that worrying people, but... I don't think Oldfield's the solution. I, I think if you were going to make a change, I'd rather try Kotrick. But um, right now, I think I'm happy to run with it a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, I think there's some some people thinking that we're smoking some good stuff with our comments and not agreeing with everything. That's that's good. That's it, we're here to be uh, challenged. That's that's good. But look, I, I don't think there's probably there's a number of comments there, which is great. We're getting a lot today, but I don't think there's probably anything that hasn't been said before. Um, look, the other thing I wanted to touch on today, which which seemed a bit strange to me and, and a little bit disappointing, and, and I don't want to have a crack at the club without knowing the full reasons for this, but but there didn't seem to be anyone in the crowd today. Now, I was under the impression, and what we've seen with all the other games, is you're allowed to have people in the, in the corporate boxes. And... Um, certainly, the other games that have been played at Campbelltown, there's not much corporate facilities there. But on that on that far side, there's those corporate boxes up the top. And certainly, Penrith played, I think, Friday night, and Tigers played last night. There was people there was people there on both occasions. Um, so it's certainly allowed. Now, 
Um, I think we probably assumed that it was going to be sponsors and maybe players' families or something today. There was certainly nothing that came out from the club where anyone had an opportunity to get tickets. But um, that seemed a bit strange to me, I have to say. And I think if, if, if people haven't sort of done something to try and get a crowd there, as, as many as you can, I, I find that a little bit disappointing. I, I certainly would have been more than happy to, to drive up. I know there's a few people posted here that I, I know live in Sydney that would have been more than happy to go to the game and... And I'm sure there's plenty of people watching both this and plenty of others that aren't watching this, but Raiders uh, members that would have been more than happy to drive up this afternoon. So um, it wouldn't have been hard to find the two or 300 people that are allowed to go. So um, that does seem a little bit strange to me. Yeah, I mean, uh, you obviously made a couple of comments while we were watching it. And um, obviously the crowds are going to increase yeah. post this weekend. Um, I believe Queensland's now opened it up to about 10,000 and... Um, um, is that for next week, is it? I'm, I'm pretty sure I read something about that, uh, might have been yesterday or today, that, that oh, Queensland's okay. now increasing it to 10,000 people. Um, and that obviously um, sometime during the week that we've been given the go-ahead for uh, that round eight clash against yeah. the Dragons to be here, um, by all accounts it's only going to be three or 4,000 people. But, oh, yeah. you know, something's better than nothing at this point. Um, it sounds like it'll also probably be a balloted uh, ticket draw. So um, keep an eye out on... Um, your emails well, no, and stuff. Don't, don't, yeah. don't, don't go in the ballot. Everyone, I think everyone should stay home so that we go in. The, we're the only two on the ballot, Matt, and we get to go. Yeah, well, you know, as much as I'd like to say that, I probably won't be here. Um, I'd planned on us being at Campbelltown for the next two weeks, so I'll be in Sydney next weekend and then Wollongong the weekend after that because the following weekend, football was supposed to start up with crowds again. So I've been organised, but that's a... Totally different story. Anyway. Um, but no, look, look. It, it, I mean, I, there's been some debate on, on Greenhouse. I, I I sort of was of the view that we want to try and play it where we can get the most crowds. And I, I, was, I have to say, I was a little bit disappointed um, the ACT government's only opening up to one or 2,000, which is, which is actually inconsistent with what... Uh, other states have done where they've started with that and then increased. So, um, but they've started a couple of weeks early, and 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 clearly, what's happening in Melbourne at the moment shows that there is still a big risk. So, you know, I get that. So, we're not d- downplaying that. But, but the sooner we get crowds, would be good. Um, and 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 it, look, it will be good for the team. No question that um, we won't be travelling uh, every week. So, we've got Parramatta next week, and that's going to be a tough game. They they played pretty well last night against the Roosters. I thought they. Um, but the Roosters showed why they're a super, super team, and they've come back really angry after the after the break and, and, and are showing why they've won the last two premierships and, a, and are a chance to win this one. Um, that's going to be a tough one to, to back up um, and turn it around, but, but no better opportunity than to go to Parramatta um, and have a win there and, and, and really try and get the season back on track. We, we're good enough. Yeah, look, I mean, we all know what, what happened last year and, and we mentioned it last week that we played a bit clunky like this at the start of last year and eventually we came good. Um, now, obviously, this is a short, slightly shortened season and, and obviously the draw's a bit different um, and we're facing a few more trickier teams earlier in the draw than we did this time last year. So we need to find something a bit sooner this year and, you know, as much as I agree with the don't peak too early sort of concept, right now we're going to get stuck in a logger jam somewhere in the middle if we don't start start doing something. So, um, you know, Parramatta are beatable. Um, they showed last night that if you can frustrate them long enough, they'll crack. Yeah. Um, to be fair, actually, it looked like we did that too today, which is a worry. But, um, look, next week's 
a chance to go up against another team people rate quite highly. So uh, we're going to have to mix it with another good team next week and, and see where we end up. Um, but as far as that goes, that's next week's problem. Uh, we'll, we'll look forward to then. Um, I think we've covered most of it today. Yeah, I, so I know let's, that. Let's not forget to do the three two three, one. Two, one. So I'll, I'll, you I'll, I'll let you start for oh, today because I'll um, put you under the pump. Um, I've already I've already got an idea of who my three are, but I'll, I'll give you half a second two. and say um, I think three's easy, but I don't know about yeah, the other two. To me, to me, Elliot Whitehead was clearly our best. Jeez, um, the others. Um, it's it's hard to find hard to find someone else to be honest. That there really, there really wasn't a lot else. So I thought, you know, as I say, we've we've been critical of Rapana at times, but he looked a bit like there was a bit there. I thought Whiten gave us a little bit at times, but he didn't have a particularly good game. Um, I thought, look, Croker did a couple of good things. He obviously missed that catch. Um, and we yeah, we also haven't mentioned obviously. Congratulations to Jared and Brittany with um, the baby this week. Mm. Um, terrific news, uh, Rory. I think his name's. Um, but yeah, I think those those other two, I'm I'm, I'm struggling, and that and that goes to show. I thought Havili gave us a little bit, but but gave us that. Jeez, Ryan Sutton gave us a bit. There was there was there was very little else to give votes to. I don't know who are you going to give them to. Well, um, you've mentioned all the players that I thought. So I thought Whitehead was a standout, and if I could give him six points, I probably would. Um, so he was clearly three. Well, only only because he was so much better than everyone else. He, I mean, it wasn't a super super game, but he was, but he was. He was better than the rest of the team. I mean, I was tempted to give Sirenin two. That's how good I, you know, how good our team was. But um, I went two to Jack Whiten because when he touched it, he looked looked likely. And I did give the one to Havili because I thought his first stint was enough to get us going, um, even if he did make two blues. Yeah, I'd probably give the one to Sutton just because I thought he gave a little bit off the bench. But but there really wasn't a lot there. You know, I think I think there's a lot of games where. Um, Actually, no, I wouldn't. I'd give one to Croker, actually. So who, who are you getting two then? To Whiten. Whiten. But, but, but again, there's a lot of games where performances from Whiten and Croker and, you know, for that matter, Havili and Sutton, uh, at that level wouldn't have got votes. So it goes to show. And, you know, and probably the way Whitehead played, if we had to play well, he maybe scrapes in for one. So that, that probably, I think, in many ways sums up just how far away we were from it today. Um, a disappointing, a disappointing day. Another frustrating week where we're not there. Hopefully, uh, good times are ahead, both uh, in terms of us being able to be there again, uh, and all the other Raiders fans being there again, and also um, much better performances. So, uh, yeah, we'll leave it there. But hopefully, we're we're talking much happier moods going forward. All right. So for uh, Greenhouse Live, uh, we'll say go the Raiders. As always, it's go the Raiders. We'll talk next week.